Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Off The Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Bonham, man. I am back. I know I had a little two-week hiatus. Within them two weeks, you know, a, a couple of changes, a couple of life changes, lifestyle changes has happened for your boy. Um, I quit my job. And when I say I quit, you know, a lot of people, when they say they quit their job and you go and find out, you know, some people that worked for the place that they worked at or, you know, some of their old co-workers and you couldn't find out like, yo, that nigga didn't quit his job. Like, nigga got fired. Or he was like a right up away from getting fired. No, that didn't happen to me, man. You know what I'm saying? I actually did it the right way. Wrote up a letter of resignation and shit. And I got up out of there. I, I felt like after five years and some change, it was time to, you know, to make a change in my life. You know what I'm saying? You know, why, why, why? things were in my favor. You know what I'm saying? No kids right now. Uh, not, nobody but myself. So I need to chase some things. They're not even chasing. I'm not even going to say chase. I'm going to catch some things, do some things that I always wanted to do, but put off because of time of working a nine to five. And that's what happens a lot of times. We get lost in the shuffle of trading our time for money. And next thing, you're working for the rest of your life. You look back, you're like 49, 50. Your hairline is on like 32%. You know what I'm saying? Um probably using the blue pills to get hard to have sex with your old lady, you know, because, you know, a lot of niggas don't take care of themselves and shit. And, and you know, you say, feel like time is ticking. You're on the wrong side of time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't know why I said all that, but I say that to say this and ain't going out like that. And and is going to um, do some things that he always wanted to do. Live life to the fullest. More NBA games. Uh um, add the title of entrepreneur to my name. 
um, you know, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I wish everybody who is taking that journey, because I know some other people who will quit their jobs and try to pursue some things that they always wanted to pursue in life, get some life goals out the way while they can and can't afford it. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm going to push and and try to catch this dream, you know, until my money runs out and <laughs> and I don't I don't want to speak that, you know what I'm saying? But I would hate for my money to run out and I have to go get another job, man, but you know, I'm not I'm not claiming that, man. You know, I'm claiming victory. You know, we're going to stay focused. We're going to stick to the script. Um determined dedicated and disciplined to get the job done you know what i'm saying that's what i'm gonna do um i hope everything has been good for all of y'all the listeners and what that does mean now a lot of things that i always wanted to put in effect you know how many years i would come up here and say things i wanted to put in effect i now have time to do that so i'm gonna dig deep and get everything out the way that i was supposed to do for the pod um pop up on youtube um a whole lot of other things too that i don't want to speak about that um i'll be working on too now that I have the time, you know, so I'm I'm really timey out this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I'm really timey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't got no job, man, you know what I'm saying? But my job is, you know, to fulfill all my life goals, man. There's been a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, since that's been going on since the last time I spoke to you guys. RP to PNB Rock, you know, for one, let's start off there. PNB, if you didn't know, PNB Rock is a rapper out of Philly, was in L.A., um, unfortunately got murdered at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in LA. Um, it's crazy, man. Like it's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so dangerous being a black man. You know, a lot of, and, and I'm seeing like a lot of interviews and talking to different people about that situation saying, you know, he should have checked in and, you know, the politics of LA is not like anywhere else, especially if you're a celebrity or you a street dude, or, or possibly a regular dude, and, and just over there in L.A. L.A. is ah, I, the politics in L.A. and how L.A. is set up is very, very different, different. And um, it brings me to the to the subject that I want to talk about is like it's really tough being a black male because it's crazy. They they want us to, when we go to Chicago, like say, you know what I'm saying? You make it big, you do some things for yourself, your name getting known and all that. When you go to these big cities, when you go to like Chicago, New York, Philly, DC, um, Miami, Atlanta, Houston, LA, they want you to check in. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure no white stars or no Latino stars or any other races tell them that they have to check in when they come to the city. Like, it's crazy. Black people, we have to check in. They want us to follow protocol, you know, when we go to these people's city. And which, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with that. I'm not against that because, like I said, a lot of people, I'll take for example, like for, from my hometown, Wilson, a lot of people think everywhere, if you've never been out of Wilson or the state of North Carolina your whole life, and you go somewhere else, you, you you really think that everywhere is like where you're from. And like, no, a lot of people rules and how they operate in their cities is a lot different than how we would operate in Wilson, you know. And a lot of people don't get that. Like <laughs> they don't understand that, you know, the gang culture in L.A. is really, really, really intense, um, very territorial. Um, same thing with Chicago. I was I was up in Chicago. I actually had to live there for a couple of months one time before. And Chicago is definitely not a place you go playing. You better know where you're going. You better know the politics of where you're at. You better know which neighborhoods you're in because it really could cost you your life. And it's just crazy that, well, maybe maybe Latino or Mexican, you know. I say black and brown. We have to go through through things of that nature, but no other races have to go through that. No other races of men have to worry about being hunted, hunted by other men if you don't check in. You know what I'm saying? It's really dangerous being a black man out this motherfucker because you got to work. And it's crazy because you got to watch out for your own kind. I don't see going to no other city, seeing no white man telling me I got to check in or he's trying to rob me for some nice jewelry or clothes I may have on. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. It's systemic racism. Don't be an asshole now. I know you listen to this. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. Yes, it is. It is. It's systemic racism out this motherfucker, and we know that. But on a day-to-day -day basis, 
Shit, even Wilson and Rocky Mount. You, 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 a lot. I think a lot of people with these kids now, because of the internet and it's so happy going and everybody feel there's one. A lot of these guys do not know how to read the room. Um, they don't understand like when tension in the room or the parties where they're at is getting ready to take a turn. Like, cause the signs are always there from when this shit is about to go down. Like you can you can tell. You can see homie over there on the side in the corner with him and his homeboys looking a little shady. They eyeing people. Uh you can see somebody fidgeting with their waist who might have a gun in their waist if, if you really paying attention. Like, like it's just certain things I got older that I used to take risks when I was younger. But as you get a little older, you don't want you shouldn't even be hanging in the same places. Like it trips me out that it's dudes that's in their forties and fifties still going to the same hole in the wall clubs and house parties that they went to. In their teenage years, in the twenties, like I don't really want to be in those type of settings. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in the. I do a nice bar, lounge, things of that nature. But house parties, house parties are dangerous because one thing, people that's throwing the house parties don't do their due diligence. When you're inviting certain people from different areas, you don't even ask. Hey, I'm inviting such and such from this part of town. Do you have a problem with such and such before you come here? They don't even do that. They just invite anybody. Certain people have problems with each other, and then they wonder why their house is getting fucking ran through like they're, they're about to have you know what i'm saying like like they're getting ready to remodel their house niggas knocking down their walls and shit and shooting down doors because you didn't do your due diligence but we just post on the internet hey having a kickback at my house everybody invited bring your own beer and you know the recipe for danger is just fighting everybody and then alcohol because a lot of niggas do not know how to act once they get the alcohol in their system and they round a whole bunch of people you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. So when people post these, oh my God, y'all will never come to my house again. Oh my goodness. Like, I will never do this again. Motherfucker, you shouldn't have did it in the first place. Because you're just inviting any and everybody to your house. That's dangerous in, in itself because you don't know who the fuck you're inviting. You just get online and everybody just come to your house. I'm like, I never did that. I'm like, nobody can just never come to my house. I'm a very private person. So it's only like a select few that make come to my house over the years and things of that nature and like house parties i just don't do at all man because people don't do their due diligence and just invite a whole crowd of people and don't understand don't even think to ask that crowd of people do they have a problem with that people those people before they invite them and then you don't even have proper security you got like you got security so i'm inviting them and i got security and shit like you got like you got wilson pd on standby or something like that at the crib as security like you don't even have no security so niggas could be getting dude coming there with 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 with, with ak and just start letting off and what's gonna happen man you gotta wait for the police to get there and all that stuff like nah i don't do house parties house parties only cool if you're inviting your your, your family and close friends. I, I would do those type of house parties, but with the house parties where people just invite the whole city, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself through that that strenuous. There's certain clubs I'm not going to at this age. I done, I, I put my life in danger so many times when I was younger, especially in the Rocky Mountain area. <laughs> I think it was like two times where I could have met my maker. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'll talk about, I might have talked about that in the Twin Towers podcast. I don't think I ever talked about it here, but that's later on down the line, you know, another episode, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Things can get ugly if you, you, you're not paying attention to your surroundings, learning how to read the room, knowing who is who, who knowing who rolls with who. You know what I'm saying? And not being said, you know, I always say that the, online when I say, yo, horniness is a disease. A lot of times, a lot of you dudes be getting set up by shysty women. I didn't say all women. I said shysty, shady women. Yeah, some a lot of times shady women do be in on these robberies. They, you know, they might get paid by another dude that knows that the other dude that they're trying to get at has contact with you. And, you know, some women will do that. Yes, some women will get your ass robbed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you definitely got to watch the women with the company you keep around you, too, because it is dirty out here. It's like a life right now is like a royal rumble. It's just a, a whole ring wwe ring full of bullshit just coming out of nowhere just running down the, the aisleway into the ring just throwing itself into the ring of life and you got to dodge all this shit you know so it don't throw you over the top ropes man you got so much bullshit that's going on like life right now is like a free fall man like 
all the shit that you never thought could happen is really happening, man. And you and everybody is scamming. Like you just you gotta be careful, man. Like you gotta be careful <laughs> with a whole lot of shit out here, man, because people are scamming. Inflation is high, so even people, some people that you may thought you could trust, might with if you don't know them that well, they might turn your ass into a lick and flip your ass to get some money because they need the money. A lot of people went under after them PP loans. Some of the people who got them PP loans, they made this whole new life for themselves when that money came in. Now the money ain't coming in. They gotta they gotta keep that car, gotta keep that house or whatever they, they got with the PPP money. You think you ain't gonna be fooled if you out here slipping? If or they can catch you with a scam? Like you, you gotta be careful, man. Scamming is at a hard all time high. And just dirty people. Like it's just crazy out here right now. It's it's very rare. There is some good people in the world. But it's very rare that you're going to find too many people who don't do something without an angle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're offered to do a favor for you, but it's not out of the kindness of their heart. It's because later on down the line, they're going to want something from you. And they're going to hope you can return. If you can't return that, they, they, you know, today in today's society, they're probably going to go online and talk all types of shit about you or even more. You know what I'm saying? You never know. It's kind of hard to find people who don't do shit without an angle, without a motive behind it, man. I'm, I'm here to tell you, if uh, only if you, if you ask to borrow money, but if I give you money or give you something or did something for you, I don't look for, I honestly don't look for nothing in return unless we betted on something, you know, unless we gambled. Yes, the motherfucker, I want money or you borrowed the money and I just didn't give it to you. But other than that, man, I don't do nothing just until later on so you can say, oh, I did this for you, you owe me because, nah, man, it, it ain't even about that, man. <laughs> Everybody, some people want to do that so they can get one up on you or they can tell somebody, yeah, I did this for such and such, you know. So I, I I don't I don't play those games. So if if you ever deal with me, it's not a motive behind anything that I do. Um, I just don't care that much to even think about saying you owe me. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Put out an IOU? You know, some people you know can do shit without an angle. Um, it's a little mermaid shit that that also took place too, man. I I don't. <sighs> I don't know how to feel about that little mermaid shit. Uh, and if you didn't know, you know, Hallie, Hallie Bailey, Haley Bailey or Hallie Bailey, Bailey, you know, kind of name rhymes. Haley Bailey is playing Ariel in the new Little Mermaid. And, you know, they showed a scene of um, African-American Haley Bailey underwater in the scene of the new Little Mermaid movie. And people on the Internet damn near lost their minds. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at her getting the part. But I'm going to tell you how I feel. I don't feel all this inclusion. It's cool, man. Like, it's certain things I'm cool with. I'm I'm cool with Superman not ever being black, man, because I'm used to Superman being white. Leave the motherfucker white. We got the Black Panther. If we Look, this is the thing. This era is so, like, this crazy. I don't know if y'all thinking about it. But if you notice the last couple of years, all the movies and TV shows pretty much just been hits around these times. This era doesn't even have an identity because they're taking shit from our era or era's past and remaking it. They're remaking all our hit shows. They're making all the fucking movies from our era and bringing them back. It's like, so what does this generation even have to identify them? Where's their Martin? Where's their Fresh Prince? You know what I'm saying? Where's their Friday? You know what I'm saying? Their movie Friday. Like, they don't have it because they keep remaking all our shit. Like, no, just don't, don't you, you ain't have to cast her as the black Ariel. Just make another fucking movie, a new movie and cast her. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all gonna look real crazy when they redo Martin and Martin is white. Or, <laughs> or, or they do the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air over and Will is white. You know, and Viv white. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just stop. We don't need all that inclusion. Just make new shows and then add in, you know, people of color if you want to. Just make new stuff. Like, stop changing shit that we had for our whole lives, especially entertainment. That's not needed. This is different. This isn't Congress or the workplace or you know what I'm saying, the judicial system where we need change and like little diversity. This is entertainment. We can we can just be creative and and have new ideas and just write new movies, write new scripts, and include people. You know, with that, we don't have to keep remaking shit. We're used to seeing a white Ariel. You know what I'm saying? 
I, 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 don't, I definitely don't want to see a, a white, a black Seinfeld. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fuck? Like, just, just leave certain shit alone, man. Just remake new shit and then, you know, diversify the cast out, man. I'm I'm one of those people that's... I'm not going to make a fit about it. I'm not, like, going to cry about it like most people are, but I'm cool with us, them trying to just remake shit and inclusion on shit that we're used to. Like, we're already used to that. You know what I'm saying? We're used to Ariel being white. You know what I'm saying? We used to Spider-Man being white, you know? So let let that shit live. Like, I don't, I don't want to see a black Thor. You know what I'm saying? Thor is one of my favorite X-Men, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see a black Thor, you know? But, you know, that is what it is. Um, I'll be back right after the Brizate. Hopefully, you know, I might have a little guest for a little minute. minute. I just want to chop it up with y'all for a few. This is the Off The Wall Podcast. I'm Ant. For the little extended break, I am back. You know what I'm saying? Um, really didn't have too much for y'all this week, man. You know what I'm saying? Just wanted to, y'all to hear my voice since I've been gone for two weeks. You know, letting y'all know that I'm Tommy. I'm getting some things in order. You know, pretty soon adding the title of entrepreneur under my belt. You know, working hard. I'm actually getting up earlier than I was. He actually getting up with a job for some reason. And, you know, I'm going to stick to it. Get up. You know, I pray, yes, and does pray. You know, work out every morning. I read, you know, got me a vision board, writing some ideas on the vision board to make sure I see things through. You know, we're not, we're not moving sloppy over here. You know what I'm saying? Got a little, little, little order, a little decency and order around this motherfucker. You know, trying to get to where I need to get to. You know what I'm saying? Um, What's going on with these men? Like... It's crazy. Why do men love their zodiac signs so much right now? Like, I'm looking online, like, everybody is Virgos, Libras, you know, Sagittarius. Like, I never, like, I never knew, especially men. That's some shit you might hear from women. Like, I never knew men love their zodiac signs this much, man. That shit is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even know how to feel about that. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, if you ever see me out here saying I'm happy to be a Pisces and shit like that, like, nigga... The fuck is wrong, man? You know what I'm saying? Especially if I'm writing it online. It's definitely not me. Call the police because somebody stole my phone. And uh, they got me hostage and they're just writing some bullshit, man. Because I don't give a fuck about those Zodiac signs. None of that shit means shit to me. Um, I don't give a fuck about it. I mean, it's Pisces. It's two fucking fish. I don't even go fishing. Only fish that I eat is uh, salmon. And some people tell me that's not even real fish. So what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Don't don't fucking compare me to a fucking fish. You know what I'm saying? But uh 
I don't know. That's like during our parents' era when niggas was wearing their zodiac signs on sweatshirts. Like, I, it's it's feeling like people want to do that right now, man. Like, cause it's it's crazy online social media. Like, people, I just never knew men was that in that loved their zodiac sign that much. Every day I'm seeing this. Yeah, Virgos, Virgos, we this, we that, Virgo, Virgo. Now I'm seeing the Libras. Oh, Libra, Libra, we die. Like, dog. Like, who gives a fuck? Like nobody gives a fuck about your damn zodiac sign, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, crazy, man. Um, how do y'all feel about? It's crazy. Like I'm like y'all gonna answer me back or some shit. How do y'all feel about women saying they're not doing wife duties until they become a wife? How do people feel about that? I I know I honestly don't know how to feel about that. I do know how to feel about that. I, ch- I changed my mind. I do feel about that. I feel like if you're dating and there's somebody that you can see yourself being with, I'm not saying you go... I don't know, man. Honestly, I, I don't know. Now, now, the younger me probably would have said some crazy, ignorant shit, but I don't think you should say that you're dating and you're actually with somebody that you're feeling and you're not going all out giving 100%. People that say they can hold back is weird to me because it's like, why? Why are you doing that? I mean, that 100% love that you're giving somebody and showing somebody could be the difference in you getting the ring, motherfucker. Like, I, I don't I don't get it. So you, you rather give, you want all of somebody else while you only give half of yourself or maybe 25% of yourself. I don't I don't get that narrative and I don't know who even started that narrative. If, if you dating somebody and you really feel them like that, Go 100% all out. Like, I don't get that shit. Like, no, you don't put no limits on, on shit. Now, certain shit I'm not doing. I'm not getting a, of course, I'm not getting a joint bank account and I'll never get a house again with somebody of this boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, come on, let's, let's not be stupid. But when it comes to love and showing your affection and things that you'll do for the, the opposite sex, I think there should be no limits. You hurt yourself if you, you put limits on it because then that person could be giving 100% and they wondering why you holding back and you're doing it because your 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 mom who 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 your dad barely even loves and probably want to be with them but there was back but it was they was dating back in the day where they probably had your ass and so they your your grandma and grandpa said hey if you're going to be with them you better get married since you're having a baby and that's the only reason they together i mean let's let's keep it real a lot of our parents aren't even together out of love you know but that's that's another uh conversation that a lot of people are not ready for a lot of our parents were never in love they just it was the old ways and they were forced to be together hold on, i got a call from my guest hello anjanette hello hey what what's good anjanette where you where you out you out on the town I'm, I'm something like that. What's up? No, no, that. See, that sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. You know, say so you got on the town. Like that. That was a yes or no answer. Like something uh, like that. That's you something like that. Hey, look. See, so if you out on the town, I'm gonna let you go. Say, I was calling you up. I had to just had a I had a quick question to ask you because I'm, I'm recording right now. I had a quick question to ask you, but you want out on the town? I don't want to no, take no, no. your time. No, no, no. Bring it on. Bring it on. Because I, I walked out. Because I figured it was that. So I started walking to the car. Yeah. So okay. So this this is what I want to ask you. How did you feel about? How do you feel about women and men saying they won't do wife or husband duties while they're dating? Hold on now, because you already know. I already told you. I'm like, I'm the submissive woman. Like, I like to take care of my man and please my man. I like to cook. I like to clean. I, I got to wash his clothes. I, I, that's just me. But there's a certain level of commitment. I mean, but if, if the dude you're talking to or dealing with says he won't do, you know, husband duties or whatever, but everybody has their own definition of wife duties and husband duties. Now, will I let, allow a man to live with me and all that stuff? I'm never going to do that. Like, I don't want to live with a man until we are, like, really faithfully yeah. committed and know we're leading to marriage. But what? I can't be, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nurturer, I'm a carer, I'm a lover. So I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do for my man anyway. So I can't say that. See, I agree. I, I, that's, that's what I just said, too. I told people, I said, look, the younger me would have said something um, ignorant. But now there's no use. Like if you're dating somebody and both of y'all are feeling each other, 
that you're supposed to be. I say you you a sucker if you don't go 100% because you, that might be the difference between that person wanting to put a ring on you or not because they're giving their all and then you're taking, oh, I'm not doing no wife duties until I'm wifed up. You know what I'm saying? So I get a ring. Like, that's right. crazy. Nah, you now, can't do that because, I mean, there are stages to dating. Right. Like, there, there are literally stages to dating. When you meet someone, that's not your stage of saying, hey, we're going to be married in a month. Like, there are stages to dating, and when you get to that final stage, I'm sorry, you probably hear cars riding by, but when you get to that final stage, you would know if that's the, you kind of really know in the beginning if that's the one or not, and if you know that's not the one, go ahead and exit ASAP. Yeah, you should. But, I mean, me, when I'm dating, even when I'm dating, like, I like to, um, I, I like being a girlfriend. Right. I, I like it. So, if if you if a if a female or even a man says what they're not gonna do in a relationship, they they're not gonna do it anyway. Cause you can't tell me in the beginning when I meet you, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna date you because you already telling me the things that you're not gonna do, and I'm already looking for yeah. someone I want to commit to. Yeah, cause you're capping you're capping everything. Now, now of course, like you said, it's limits. Of course, I wouldn't expect nobody. I'm not getting a joint bank account with you, and we just boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, like you said, I definitely don't want to do the moving thing no more. I done had bad experience with that until I get, you know, feel like we're getting married. So, of course, that's extreme. That's that's things you don't want to do. But I agree. You like, there's no way you should have any caps or limitations when it's somebody you actually feeling. You should do everything in your power to show them how much you love them, feeling them, and how you know much affection and love you have for them. Right, but you know what? A lot of times in, in these new relationships, people are afraid to, to be hurt. So the things that they say is a method of like protection for themselves. When really, in reality, they will do all of those things. But it's just a, 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 a um, like it's like a protection method where they say I don't do these things or whatever. But it's like a, a protect your heart type of. You know, conversation where in reality they really want someone that will do these things, and they really are the person that will do do the same things that they said they're not going to do. Right. Trust me, I've I've experienced it. I've been through it. Right. Guys say what they're not going to do, and they do it anyway. Yeah, I believe it. Now, now you do have some 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 women who are, are damn evilish that they really won't do that shit. <laughs> you have some women that won't won't do it. Yeah, it's rare. You do. It's rare, but you you have some women that won't. But a lot of people use that as a, like I said, as a protection mechanism to say, you know, all of these things that they won't do. That doesn't mean, necessarily mean they really won't do them. But if I know I don't want to go into the relationship and get played, or if I want to be hard, I'm going to say, you know, yeah, I ain't cooking for no nigga and I'm not doing this or whatever. But in reality, I really want to do those things. It's like a, it's, it's a method of protection. Right. You know, you want to protect your heart and see actually how the guy is and what he says he wants. A lot of people won't actually express their heart or their feelings for a person until the other person expresses theirs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. I, I you know, for me, I'm not going to say what I'm not going to do, but I definitely would tell a nigga what I will do. Right. That's me. Right, I agree. I, that that should that's how it should be. You should never say what you're not gonna do, especially after after a certain age. After, after I don't think after your thirties, you kind of look kind of crazy. Yeah, but you know, you you were saying like it's a younger generation, and the younger generation were taught. You know, well, we all kind of were. You know, <laughs> because I was one of the ones saying I N D E P. Like, but at the end of the day, like, no, I don't want to be an independent woman anymore. I've been that for a long time. I really want somebody to come scoop me off of my feet and not necessarily take care of me, but love me and treat me like I'm supposed to be treated. I'm tired of being independent. Right. So so you ready for somebody to scoop you out of your uh, beef and broccoli Tim's? And you know what I'm saying? I like my beef and broccoli. <laughs> out of your beef and broccoli. Out your beef and broccoli, Tim's, you know what I'm saying? You know, take you into holy matrimony. That's what you're saying. I didn't say that part. <laughs> because for me, you know, I've, I always say the same thing. I never wanted to be married until I'm at a certain age. I live a carefree life, I live an enjoyable life. Right. But do I want to be happy with someone? 
Yes. Do I put pressure on anyone I date? Never. Right. I never put pressure on anyone. But I mean, do I expect to? I mean, I'll, you know, I've been. I'll be in a relationship and nobody will ever know. Right. I'm very private, so do you, you can't. Do you, where do you think the pressure comes for some women? Because it's not all women, but where do you think the pressure comes for some women where they meet a guy and they just think right off bat, oh, you're the one that we're supposed to be together. We got to get married. Where does that pressure come from for most women? Because a lot oh of y'all women. Oh, my God. I just said today, like, I literally was talking to myself today. And um, I was, not to be put too much information out there, but I was in the shower. Right. And I tend to think a lot when I'm in the shower. So today I was thinking out loud. And, you know, I began to, like, speak on certain things of what women expect of a man. And it's just, as I said, we know when a man is not going to be our husband. Like, we know this is not our person. But sometimes they're our, they're our person to enjoy for the moment. Right. So right. every person you meet is not going to be your husband or your wife. Yeah, they they're not the one. Everybody's not the one. For the moment. Yeah, I agree. And you learn from each person. And I literally spoke this today in the shower. So I, you may, and I'm, I'm going to say on me, so I can't, I don't want to speak on a man's perspective, but it really goes both ways. So I'm going to speak in like, not really third person, but for me. So I may meet this guy and I may really like him, but what I really liked about him, I knew he wasn't my husband or my long-term relationship, but I may have loved his sex. Then I meet this guy and I really love that he was affectionate. Then I may meet this guy and I love that, you know, he was sexy. And I love, I met this guy and I love that he liked to go on dates. Or I met this guy and he loves to travel. And in each one of these people, I found something, one characteristic that I liked about them. But at the end of the day, they did not fulfill all of the characteristics that I needed to be happy and that I saw in my future husband. But right. they all possess something that I like. So you continue to go to each person because they all possess something that you like, but they don't possess everything. So if they don't give you everything, then what do you do? Do you settle and say, well, this person's sex was good or this person, you know, he's a hustler and he got a great job. Do you settle for that or do you wait for the man that possesses every characteristic it is that you actually desire? Now, do do you think it's now to be to be honest? Now, do we do you think we ever gonna find a person that's gonna have every characteristic? And I believe some people can have most of the characteristics. Do you think we ever gonna find somebody that has everything? Maybe it might be somebody we might have to teach. Maybe not everything, but I think you shouldn't settle for the forty percent or the twenty percent. Oh, definitely, if you're definitely. Gonna settle at least settle for the eighty percent because sometimes you know I've had a guy tell me like, teach me. But I'm in, I'm 42 now. I don't want to teach you. Right. And I know it takes me a longer time to mature. But I've had, I promise you, this year alone, I've had three guys tell me, teach me. And I'm like, well, you're in your 40s, too. I shouldn't have to teach you. I don't want to teach a yeah. man how to not really be a man, but how to be a boyfriend or how to be a husband. I don't want to teach you. I, at my age, I want a man to come into a relationship already knowing right from wrong and how to be affectionate or how to show love or how to go on dates or pick out dates or pick out gifts. At my age, I want someone who is already, you know, there. I don't want to teach anyone. Yeah. But I know everybody needs to be taught something. And that's why I say in every relationship, you're going to... See you later. Sorry, y'all. I'm outside. Um, but that's why I say in every friendship or dating person, you're going to find each characteristics in each person. But that doesn't necessarily mean I want to teach someone how to be what I want and need in them. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes a whole. But you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I tell you, I tell everyone, you date till you find the right person. You don't have to settle for anyone, and even if that takes having lonely nights and you know cold uh, sheets and cold confidence, and that's okay. You don't have to settle for everyone. You find who it is, who your person is that you desire at that moment. That does not necessarily mean that they're your permanent person. But sometimes the person, the people that we date prepare us for who is supposed to be our Amen. because we learn from each person. Amen. I had to hit the air horn on that. Yeah, that, that's true. I totally agree. I agree with that. Like, 
I say that all the time. Everybody isn't the one. Like some people you got to learn from or some people they learning from you. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. to, to be a better person for that person that's that's meant for you. And sometimes I hate this this notion now, like say when you break up with somebody that everybody feels like it has to be a nasty breakup. Everything ain't got to be nasty. Like you can really end it on good terms where, you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where it is not nasty. Why everybody feel like the break, every breakup has to be nasty. Like you got to hate the person right. and all that. Like, I don't, I don't get that. And we can agree to disagree and we can agree that, you know what, this relationship has come to term or, you know, technically we're not working. You can agree and then you can still have a good friendship after that. I've had great friendships with people that I've ended relationships with. Yep. I've also had some nasty breakups. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing, and this is my promise, and this is my word. Every person that I've ended a relationship with or a dating to a relationship with, I'm still friends with them. Hey, that, There's not one person I'm not friends with. See, that that's a good thing. That, yeah, that. I think, you know, this new generation doesn't understand that. I mean, I'm not going to say new generation, but people don't understand that. But for me... You know, I'm just, I don't know. I, I I don't, I can't say it was how I grew up, but I think people are too, you know, people when they're dating, they don't look at, it's supposed to be a friendship more than anything. And if you don't build a friendship in your relationship, your relationship is not going to work because y'all are not friends and friends, you're supposed to be friends in your relationship. You know what it is with this generation? Every Everybody, it's, well, I'm only speaking from a man perspective. From my perspective, dog, we, we sign up for girlfriends. We don't sign up for chaperones. And a lot of these women want to be our chaperones. You know what I'm saying? They want to mm-hmm. own us. It's not it's not that we go together. It's that they they think they own us. You know what I'm saying? And, and it doesn't... I think it goes both ways, though. Work like that. You think it goes both ways? You don't have guys? It definitely goes both ways. Oh, you... Definitely goes... And, and the thing about what women don't realize is men suffer from PTSD. Men are traumatized as well. So if if a man has gone through a bad relationship, you know, they carry that on to the next relationship. And sometimes we have to ease up and and what men don't realize when we are like the um, go with the slow type of person, they feel like we don't take the relationship serious because we don't treat them like their last terrible relationship. Yeah. But some of us are really great girlfriends or great friends in dating and we don't have to put the pressure on them. Right. You know, but some men, men go through PTSD and that's what we don't realize. Yeah, that is true. That's true. I, I, I matter of fact, I, I'm, I believe a lot of black people have <laughs> some form of PTSD. I, I'm a believer of that, some form. Yeah, and and I take that for for example. I remember um, recently I saw um, a post on Shade Room, a baller alert, one of them, where the person it was like a tweet, and the person was saying like. This, the guy has PTSD because everywhere they go, they have to, they send a picture as if, you know, the person is not believing them. And it shocked me because, you know, the last person I, you know, I can't say dated, but, you know, we were in conversation. Um, I would, I would text him like, Hey, what you doing? How was your day? And he would send me a picture of where he was. And I would be so confused. Like, I didn't say I didn't believe you wasn't at work or you wasn't at um, Panera or whatever. But everywhere he was, he would send me a picture. And I never questioned why he would do that. And all I began to think was he's experienced some type of trauma in his past relationships where the female did not believe what he said. Mm. And so he felt the need to prove to me where he was, even though I never asked and even though I didn't care. And even though I'm the most like laid back person in relationships or friendships or dating. He didn't have to do that, but he always did. And I just felt like he's going through trauma from his past relationship. You know, a lot of us do. I think I have an opposite trauma. It's like if, if I talk to somebody and they do something that's crazy that remind me of an ex or they, or they do something that I don't like, like it's easy for me to, to turn down because like there's just certain stuff I don't want to do no more. I don't want to argue no more. I don't want to do no crazy stuff. And I feel like somebody's that type of defensive person all the time. That's it. Like I, 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 I curve in a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it also comes with conversation. So, I mean, if it does 
happen where you all have an argument it doesn't necessarily mean that it's over it just means that we need to have a conversation so you can understand that i don't like arguing and i'm going to be honest with you and i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure i feel we feel trust so it doesn't necessarily have to be an argument but if there is an argument in the beginning sometimes you just have to have that conversation to let it be known like this is how i feel instead of ghosts i can't stand somebody to ghost me or to ghost anyone. So, my so, so, friends, so, I don't give define what you call ghosting, though. Define what you call ghosting. Like, one day y'all talking and y'all go out to eat. Y'all been dating or going out and eating and everything else. Talking on the phone, texting all day. Good morning, gorgeous, and all that shit. And then next thing, you know, you don't hear from her no more. Oh, I had somebody do that. I never thought I would be ghosted until I got ghosted. Hey. And then guess And then the nigga came back and invited me to lunch. And I went <laughs> and waited for him to say... I mean, really, like a month later, I was waiting to just hear. He was like, thank you for not bringing up what happened. No, nigga, I want to bring that shit up because what the fuck did you ghost me for? <laughs> like, what the fuck I do to you? Hey. I was just going through some things. That stuff you're supposed to talk about. Yeah. I don't know, Again, baby. this is a man going through trauma. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I just, I don't know. I just, it's certain. I think I'm better than what I used to be. And I, and I think, you know. I probably a couple of relationships that would have been good for me. I probably pushed away because I was I was probably you probably right. I probably was traumatized, but I you know I don't I don't feel bad. I think I might have pushed you know a couple of them to some people who really loved them like that. So I'm not I'm not tripping. I'm not that I'm not that guy. I'm not a hateful guy. If they found somebody who are treating them well, you know what I mean. Don't you feel like that? Don't you feel like you pushed some guys to who they really were supposed to be with? I did. Yeah. This was in my 20s and my early 30s. I pushed a lot of guys away that did not fit me at that time. But now that I'm older, I regret pushing them away because each of each of them are great men and fit me now. Right. So in my 20s, they were great, awesome, great guys. I mean, like awesome guys. And now I wish I could go back and have that chance with them all over again because now the type of men that I want now in my life, you know, they were those guys. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but you know, sometimes I think with all of us, we have to realize that some of us have not learned how to love and some of us have not learned how to accept love. And Mm. that's because we were never, um, shown love and we never received love. I agree. I, I think I think the latter part for me. Like I, I don't think I know how to accept love. And a lot of men don't. And again, that's part of you know the trauma that men. We don't give men enough credit for trauma. Men actually do go through trauma. And um, I've had this conversation with men before. Like, let a woman love you. And when you let a woman love you, be open to receiving love. Because not every woman is a bad person. Not every woman is going to play you. Not every woman is trying to take from you. Be open. Sometimes you have to just be open to receiving love. And then when you start receiving that love, also be willing to give love. Because women are affectionate. Women like to receive affection. And then also, as a man, you have to be open to receiving love, too. You don't always have to be, like, so hard. Right. And put this wall up. Men have to be able to receive love, but yeah, men have to receive love. Men have to be men really have to be open to receiving love and let women show them love. Mm. Hey, that's hey, that's some good men. I, I hope y'all listen and take key to that because I you know, a lot of great women out yeah. there. Oh, uh, y'all don't know about a lot. I say about four. You know, I, mean, I think with men and women, you know, a lot of what what it, what's crazy is. And I can say sometimes the women just don't be for you, the particular guy. A lot of people aren't as good as they think they are. Do you, would you agree with that? Because there's a lot of I agree. Yeah, because there's a lot of women who say they're good women, and then when you really sit down with them and you find the traits and find out some of they because we all got flaws. It's, it's about what you're willing to put up with, and you find that they have like some deep, deep. Like I said, it's, it's so many women, so many women who have deep trust issues. More than some of these guys, and some of these guys right. got a lot of trust issues, and it's weird because they put a weird spell over the relationship. And I ain't into that toxic stuff no more. I used to be the person like, oh man, that's like that's cute. Like, oh man, my girl, she she tripping and all that. But I, nah. nobody want to do that no more. Like, you're too grown for that now. Yeah, 
That comes with maturity and age. Yeah. Or not even age. It comes just with maturity. Yeah, I'm about to say, there's some people, you know what I'm saying, older than us is still going through that, and they think it's cool. You know? Yeah. Those uh, what's understood don't have to be explained. Yeah, those um, type of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I bring that up all the time. Yeah. Those type of people, they 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 they're the weirdos out here, like with the crazy trust issues. Like I don't have that no I don't want to see your phone, nothing like that. I don't I don't you know what I'm saying that stuff don't concern me, man. Because I'm a firm believer. Right. If something crazy is happening, it's gonna come across you. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, right. gonna, it's gonna come across. I think if um if it's meant to be seen, God is definitely gonna. Whoever you believe in, you know, whichever God you believe in, it's going to be shown. Yeah. Um, and you just have to open your eyes. And sometimes our eyes are open, but we're in denial for a lot of the signs when it comes down to toxicity or when it comes down to someone cheating or excuse the music in the background. I'm outside. No but we are in sometimes we're in denial. We see it. And it's not that we have blinders on. You know, the blinders have been taken off of our eyes. It's just that we are in denial of the things that are exposed to us and the things that we actually see. Now, you know what? You're right about the denial. I think women, y'all, now, there's some, it's some, it's some green and wet behind the ear guys. Like, because you know my model, a lot of these dudes will still be virgins if it weren't for social media. So, a lot, so, but, but, <laughs> but, for, but for women, for women, y'all be in denial. Like, one of my homegirls, when was this? One of my homegirls let me see her uh, text messages. I want to say maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I don't know why she wanna. She's like, hey, just look at this. This dude I'm talking to, and like, I don't want to get nobody fight because you know I don't want to tell you like, yo, that dude ain't for you. That I don't know the dude. But I'm reading the text message. And it was like so many red flags, and I'm looking at like, like, yo, it's so many red flags on how he's talking to you and the stuff he's saying right here, but. She's still going along with it. And I didn't want to tell her, like, hey, nah, that, that dude is tripping out. I, I feel like you, I guess you got to make that own decision for yourself. Because, you know what I'm saying? Some people, you tell, you tell them all, you know, the deal like that, and they still go through with it. And then they you know they're getting their heart broken. Sometimes they got to go through their heartbreak. You got to let some people go through their heartbreak. So they, you know, but women, we're prone to, to have our heartbroken. And it's unfortunate, but it's just that we are more emotional. And, and when but we're y'all be not, letting some crazy shit pass. Like, I'm looking at them texts like, what? Like You know, what I've been seeing lately, oh, they done came and started playing in my little hidden spot. I thought I was hiding. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I've seen lately, and I don't know if you've seen it on social media, what do they call it? Feminine energy? Where a woman, they want... Have you not seen that term lately? I haven't seen it's it yet. It's on TikTok, nah. Instagram, everything. I've seen like these videos of people, women talking about they're giving feminine energy. And what this feminine energy is, is talking with like the baby voice and, you know, being more lovey-dovey or whatever. And I'm like, well, why do you got to give the feminine energy? Why can't you just be yourself? Because if I got to give what's called, quote, feminine energy, then I'm not being me. Yeah, ain't you, ain't you already a woman? You're feminine. Yeah, like, ain't you already a woman? You're already feminine. Just give you off your energy, your natural energy. And no, it's it's really like hashtag it. There yeah, I'm is a, I'm a, a whole, like, this is the new thing now. Like, I've seen it for the last two weeks. Yeah. And even today, I've seen someone post, this girl post was like, I'm so tired of this weird feminine energy. But it's a whole <laughs> thing of now being, like, giving this soft, feminine voice and all of this. And this is what being like... I'm not doing all that. You're going to like me for who I am. If you don't, then shit, fuck it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry to Chris on your pocket. That is, that's what we do. We, that's what we do, you know? <laughs> that's what we do. I thought we was PG now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because, you know, you know, this this is going to, we're going to get these ratings all the way back up where they're supposed to be now because, you know, as I told on people, you know, I'm Tommy right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm Tommy yeah, right now. Ain't got no job. Ain't got no job right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? This is, I, I've been getting up earlier than I was when I had a job. When I had a job, I had to be to work like 9.30. But it's like I'm getting up at 7.30 every morning. I'm actually praying. And, you know, when I wake up, I, I go exercising. I got me a little vision board now. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a good thing. You know, That's we, a good thing. We, we, you know, um... You know, and and praying who, to whomever you pray to, I always say that you know we have to someone that we pray to, whether it is to you know 
God or Jesus or the universe or whomever we pray to, as long as you are using that time as meditation, you know, it can manifest the things that you really want in your life. So it doesn't matter who you're praying to, but a prayer and a word, a spoken word can manifest the things that you, you really need and want in your life. Right, I agree. I agree. And b- before I let you go, I just got to ask you something about this. This turn. How do you? What do you feel about the term bullying? Uh, don't you ask me that because you already know how I feel about bullying. You said bully, b u l l y, with the i n g bullying. <laughs> bullying. Yeah. Now, you know I've spoken on bullying a lot. I am very much so against adult bullying. I have seen that people have took my term and turned yeah. it into T-shirts and, you know, yeah. things or whatever. But I have been saying stop adult bullying for years. I'm very much so against it. I don't like, I just feel like, you know, we as adults, we don't look at adults as being bullies. We only look at children right. in school as my child was being bullied. But Adults have to accept responsibility for the bullying that they do to other adults, whether it's on social media, whether it's at work, whether it's at church, because ch- Christians are bullies, too. And we yeah, have to accept bullies, responsibilities for the bullying that we do. Right. But but now, do you do you feel because I was a guy? It, I have two ways. I feel the way like you feel. And then I have another way, but I'm probably coming from a child perspective. I've been bullied as as an adult. So when I was younger, like sixth grade, like I said, like it was a big culture shock when I moved the first time I moved back from Texas to here, like six and a half, like great, like it's less materialism in Texas at that time when until when I came back here. So a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, and it's kind of crazy. I still have some habits. I got some bad habits now from probably a bullying era when I was like in sixth grade. Like I I, I think that's why I'm so heavy and materialism stuff now. It don't define me, but I think that's why because back then when I had to go off my own mom terms and stuff, I, I felt bad because I was like, yo, because you know, it was very materialistic at, at one point in the 90s around these areas. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With the um, cross-cut yeah, yeah, and the starter jacket. Starter jacket, yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, I said, I'm, I'm a little bit, a little bit, I'm a little bit. Yeah, I was doing that phase, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit after the cross cut, probably with the starter oh, jackets don't play and stuff. With me. See, don't play with me. <laughs> but, but but yeah, the, yeah, like you said, the starter jackets, you know, Nikes and everything like that. So to me, I thought to me, I took it as you know what I'm saying. Doing it, I, I felt like it built character. You know what I'm saying? I think I think it built uh-huh. it for me. It built character because I got to the point where I come back like, oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna throw these jokes back at them. They couldn't read in class, so I would laugh when they couldn't read in class when they got caught up in class. Like, you know, I would say something like that. Like, it, it probably was bad too because it's like I was returning to bullying too. But I, I felt like it built character. Like, so you, you got to stand up for yourself sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But now I don't agree with cyberbullying because I think like if somebody's cyberbullying you and it's it's bothering to a point, I think just log the fuck off or block the person. Um, I have been a victim myself. No matter how people, you know, perceive what was said, because sometimes people, you know, take sides of those who are their friends. That's true. But I have been a victim myself and people know I'm not lying. I've been a victim of cyberbullying. And sometimes you want to be quiet and not respond back. But once that bullying and you keep continuing to be attacked, then once you say something, you're looking as if you're the bad guy. I don't believe no adult should be bullied. Right. I mean, especially kids, but we're talking about, I apologize, a motorcycle robot. But I'm saying as far as adults, adults don't believe that what they're doing is considered to be bullying. Right. But it is when, you know, my, I just spoke on this today, when people say, um, if you broke, just say that. I want to be like, bitch, I'm broke. I'm broke. So you saying, if you broke, just say that. So because I can't afford a $900 wig that you didn't self-make, that means I'm broke. Or because I don't want to pay for it. That doesn't mean I can't afford it. But just because I don't want to pay for the service that you offer at an extreme price, that means I'm broke. Yeah. And that's a form of bullying. It doesn't mean that I can't afford it. But what if I couldn't afford it? 
but right. everyone around me can. You just bullied me to make me feel like I shouldn't pay my rent or my my light bill because you said if you broke, just say that. And which I can't say I'm broke. And which I said I think that's tacky for a business owner to ever say some shit like that. Like you should never. Exactly. Like I don't understand. Like pettiness in business nowadays is just gets me, and people wonder why their stuff don't go far. I'm like, dog, it's it's no room for pettiness in business like that. I don't get that. Right. I don't know what part of the game that is. Right, but I'm so against adult bullying, and I think adults need to realize that some of the things they say are forms of bullying, and if they don't know what bullying is, they definitely need to go on Google and learn exactly what it is. But to pick on people because they don't have certain things, or to pick on a person because you don't like them, but you've never met them and know nothing about them. It's a whole lot of that pick on a person because of their financial situation or where they live or whatever, those are all forms of bullying and adults need to stop that shit. I agree. I definitely agree. And I think and I definitely thank you for your time. It sounded like you had a lit spot, so I'm gonna let you go back and enjoy that lit spot and I'm gonna let it's you know. It actually is at twelve. I, I was actually leaving to go home and go to sleep and I didn't tell my friends I was leaving. So they just text me like, Where are you? I'm like, Yeah, I'm outside on a pie. Anthony Bynum, call me, <laughs> me, and I'm right there every time. Yeah, hey, I appreciate, and I definitely appreciate it, man. And I'm gonna let you know, I'm always continue to don't bully you for being a Panthers fan. I'm gonna let you know that now. See, that's why. That's why I created that post. And everybody thought we were beefing. Yeah, keep playing with me now, cause you know I come back strong. Now. You know I got a strong mouth. They really thought we was beefing. No, I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah, pe- people are, are crazy, man. I wanted delete it but I was like hell no because I was really funny in that post. Like, what you yo I'm gonna tell you what was crazy like I, it was people that I, yo I didn't have no idea who the hell they are and they were saying oh yeah the dip I'm like yo how do you know that because I don't even know you like I didn't like that people was saying I couldn't do that but laugh. They're like, yeah. You know, they, some people was agreeing with you to do so I'm like, how did they know that? Like, cause I don't even know these people. Like the people some some of the people I did know, but it was a couple of people I didn't know. And I'm like, where is you getting this from? Cause I don't even know you. Like, I never met you a day in my life. Like, yeah, it's, that but was you know, crazy. I'm a funny person. <laughs> and I mean no harm. And I, I if people realize a lot of people realize I really am naturally funny. And I'm glad you didn't take it as, you know, no, because because I because I, I joke so much too. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not sensitive. I know, I know how we joke. We joke all the time, but it's crazy that people right. took it that way. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I'm glad you you knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. Don't, right. don't play with my Panthers. But yeah, I'm definitely. I don't. I don't even know if I got more words to find. But I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm just going to write my quotes out. So, so, so when you do it again, <laughs> I'm gonna write it together. So before <laughs> before we get off the line, when when are just answer this before you go. When are the Panthers going to get their first win? Because I, I don't Stop know. Stop playing with me. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm we trying to end peacefully and you're going to start mouth. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I didn't bother you today. Yeah, you right. Me. You right. You right. You right. You right. I'm going to let you live to Sunday then. I'm going to let you live to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely appreciate you uh, taking your time out to uh, holler at us, Angie. I appreciate you, Anthony. All right, no doubt. Have a good night. Safe night. All right. Good night. Enjoy you. Peace. Yeah, yeah, we thank our guests, Miss Angie, Engineer Hall, for being on the show, man. Um, You know, I have no more words for you guys and ladies, you know. Um, Like, subscribe, comment. We're on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, you know, all the above platforms. Google Play, where you can get podcasts and listen to podcasts. So, um, you know, leave leave a comment. Leave some constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm a big boy. I can take it. You know what I'm saying? How I can make the show even better and live. And, you know, I'm going to read those and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take initiative, you know. You know, if it makes sense. Now, if you want some bullshit, you know, I'm just going to look over the comment. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate everybody listening. My name is Ant. God don't make no mistakes. And this is the Off the Wall Podcast Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they got straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot. Pull up on the homies like, look what I got, nigga. 
just tryna drive the newest bands that they got Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot Pull up on the homies like, look what I got Nigga, I done did a lot This cash flow got me acting like an asshole The universe give me anything I ask for All I gotta do is grind for it Flip mode, all I do is bust rhymes for it I done did a lot, I done lost back to back and still ain't stopped Going through the motions, too much going on to be dealing with emotions Gotta put this shit in motion, can't be stagnant, gotta keep going Gotta come new every year, hit the lot, trade that old shit in Back against the wall, that's the vibe that I need Now it's time to show them what I got up my sleeve Stack up the blue, stack up the pinks I really push foreigns through these LA streets I'm just trying to drive the newest bands that they got Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot Pull up on the homies like, look what I got Nigga, I done did a lot I'm just trying to drive the newest bands that they got Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot Pull up on the homies like, look what I got Nigga, I done did a lot uh, Yeah, I remember as a kid Pony rockin' that big white man Big zag in that ragtop ball Had me feelin' like I had to sell dope Had me feelin' like I can't be broke Gotta bust first cause I can't get smoked When I see my chance, I'ma take it Every time that I pass, I'ma pull up in the latest G-push spaceships on some everyday shit Think I was put here just to motivate Crips If it ain't a classic, then it's new Year after year, I'ma keep coming through I'm just tryna draw the newest bands that they got Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot Pull up on the homies like, look what I got Nigga, I done did a lot I'm just tryna draw the newest bands that they got Straight to the hood when I swerve off the lot Pull up on the homies like, look what I got Nigga, I done did a lot L.A. Summers, two Keep coming, classic after classic. Shit don't stop, you know what I'm saying? Pulling up in the latest. You are now tuned into the Off The Wall Podcast. And is that it? it?